The Uyghur Muslim Crisis The Uyghur Muslim Crisis is one of the worst humanitarian crises in the world. And this crisis is not taking place in some underdeveloped backward country with illiterate people. It's taking place in one of the P5 nations, China. The Uyghurs are a Muslim minority in China, living in Xinjiang province at crossroads of culture and empire. Today, it's estimated that more than 1 million Uyghur Muslims have been detained in camps, camps where they have been subjected to torture, forced labor, religious restrictions, and even forced sterilization. And this was all happening in the so-called counter-extremism centers. The report also revealed that a further 2 million Uyghurs had been forced into the so-called re-education camps for political and cultural indoctrination, beginning in the middle of 2017. But to understand this crisis, we need to study about it from the very beginning. When did it start? How did it happen? Why is it still going on? Are any measures taken against this? So let's get into it. From the first and first question, when did the whole crisis begin? Some 800,000 to 2 million Uyghurs and other Muslims, including ethnic Kazakhs and Uzbeks, have been detained since April 2017, according to expert and government officials. Outside of the camps, the 11 million Uyghurs living in Xinjiang have continued to suffer from a decade-long crackdown by Chinese authority. Most people in the camps have never been charged with crimes and have no legal avenues to challenge their detentions. The detainees seem to have been targeted for a variety of reasons, according to various media reports, including traveling to or contacting people from any of the 26 China considers sensitive countries, such as Turkey or Afghanistan, by attending services at mosques, having more than three children, and sending texts containing Quranic verses. Often, the only crime that these people have is the fact that they're Muslims. And adding to that, Uyghurs have been labelled as extremists simply for practising their own religion. It's shameful that this is still happening even in this century. It is also quite concerning how even though every country, especially the Muslim countries, uh, whose citizens are being tortured, are aware that this is happening, none of them are taking any measures to prevent this in humanitarian existence of people who have done absolutely nothing wrong. So what is actually happening in these concentration camps? Human rights groups say that the Chinese government has gradually stripped away the religious and other freedoms of the Uyghurs, culminating in the same an oppressive system of mass surveillance, detention, indoctrination and even forced sterilization. First-hand accounts from inside the internment camps are very rare, but several former detainees and a guard have told various sources like BBC and Al Jazeera that they experienced or saw evidence of an organized system of mass rape, sexual abuse and torture. Some reported prison-like conditions with cameras and microphones monitoring their every move and utterance. Others said that they were tortured and subjected to sleep deprivation during interrogations. But why are these Chinese detaining Uyghurs in the first place? The action is a part of a much larger campaign by Chinese leader Xi Jinping to promote Han nationalism as a unifying force. The Han are China's ethnic majority and to suppress any ethnic, cultural or religious identities that might compete for popular loyalty with the Chinese Communist Party. In 2009, tensions fueled by decades of institutionalized discrimination and marginalization against Uyghurs in their own homeland exploded into violence in the streets of Xinjiang's capital, Urumqi. 
Clashes between Uyghurs and Han Chinese killed some 200 people, who authorities said were mostly Han. China blamed these Uyghur separatists and has vowed to eliminate separatist and militant Islamic ideology among the Uyghur population. And that's when this actually began. Starting in 2017, many Uyghur detainees have been sent to the camps the government calls vocational education and training centers. There, the same detainees are forced to learn Mandarin, renounce extremist thoughts, and undergo daily indoctrination in Chinese Communist Party propaganda. Some former detainees say that they suffered torture and sexual abuse, which is exactly opposite of what the government is trying to say. Detainees are also given vocational training and after completing the indoctrination promo- program are assigned to factories to work under conditions widely considered to be forced labor. And what is the stand of China on this? China has vehemently denied the accusations of genocide and other abuses, insisting that the policy of Xi Jinping towards Uyghurs is aimed at tackling extremism while giving minorities the skills to become more employable and contribute to the economy. The government said many now earn an annual income of 45,000 yuan, or which is $7,000, several times higher than what they would have earned from farming or working in their hometowns. What can one do to help the Uyghurs? What are the measures that can be taken by various countries? Different articles show different methods. Some say that the United States of America is the only country that can help the Muslims through various steps and measures that they may adopt. Some people believe that humanitarian aid or measures by the United Nations can only help. But even after the formulation of agreements and resolutions, nothing concrete has happened. Recently, the United Nations human rights experts raised serious concerns about the alleged detention and forced labor of Muslim Uyghurs in China, calling for unhindered access to the country to conduct fact-finding missions and urging global and domestic companies to closely scrutinize the supply chains. The UN experts have written to the government of China, as well as private businesses both inside and outside of China that may be implicated in the alleged abuses. They've also written to governments of 13 countries where the businesses are domiciled or headquartered, recalling the obligations of home states under the UN guiding principles on business and human rights to ensure that businesses under their territory and jurisdiction respect all human rights throughout their operations. The UN experts said that several mandates have been long-standing requests to conduct official visits to China, and the government is encouraged to respond positively to these requests. This was in this particular year, 2021, and we're hoping that as soon as COVID-19 comes to a halt and it ends, the government of China will take certain measures to, uh, to have a negotiation with the United Nations.